0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve
1: today. Hi, I'm John McEnroe. I'm Bjorn Borg. This
0: is Martino Navratilova.
1: I'm Mats Wilander. I'm Sandra Winka. I'm Leighton Hewitt. I'm Andy Murray.
0: And you're listening to The Tennis Podcast. <laughs> Hello welcome to the Tennis Podcast, brought to you in association with The Telegraph. Catherine Whittaker and myself, David Law, come to you at uh, 10.15 on the opening day, the evening. We sit just next to the outside courts, the, the practice courts, which are deserted. They're still floodlit. Catherine and I are sitting outside next to the media cafe whilst Catherine... Novak Djokovic is going through turmoil on the Ashe Stadium court because he is level at once at all as we speak with Jerzy Janovic I'll come back on a little bit later at the end of the match just to wrap up whatever's happened in that match and we'll get our insights a little bit from our Twitter followers as well at Tennis Podcast but I mean, this is, this is dramatic right now, what is going on, because he's up against six feet, eight inch tall Jerzy Yanovich, who's been beset with injuries over the last six months. He, he hasn't won a Grand Slam match for 18 months, and yet here he is taking it to Djokovic, who clearly is short of full match fitness.
1: Is it as dramatic as Phil Collins playing in the air tonight while the Arthur Ashe Stadium roof slowly opens? I don't think anything can be.
0: Well, let's be realistic. I mean, (laughs) Phil Collins, and he was pretty awesome.
1: Pumping the stadium full of smoke and doing a light show it was so, so good. Uh, Yeah, follow that, Novak. Uh, And he's struggling to, isn't he? Yeah, I've watched a little bit less of it than you have. I've just caught glimpses here and there because I've been out on Joe watch on Grandstand. She was pretty great beating Bethany Mattox-Sands, but yeah, caught glimpses in the in the first set thought he didn't look didn't look great. Janovic making a match of it but Djokovic will will have enough here. It'll be one of those ones where he gets through in second gear and hopes to get into third gear in the next one. And it's just not it's not going that way, is he? And well,
0: he had a, he had a lengthy injury timeout after the third game, not for his left wrist though, for his right tricep, sort of upper arm, and he had that massaged intensively. I mean, it looked he, he looked in some real discomfort out there at the time. I'm not, I don't know what the problem is, but I mean, the guy is. He's fallen apart physically, really. This does not look like the same guy right now. I mean, and it's not just the physical stress that he's under because he is irritated by it. I mean, it's written all over his face. My body is not doing what I want it to do.
1: I mean, there were rumors swirling around that he wasn't even going to play this match. Yesterday uh, was his first practice. Uh, before uh, he had cancelled all these practices. Again, we don't know whether he was practicing some, somewhere off-site. He came to practice yesterday, went out on a, a practice call over just over my right shoulder, I'm pointing, but obviously this is radio, so you can't see that. Uh, and he was on there for ten minutes, and then <laughs> pointed at his left wrist, and everyone trooped off. Boris, both his agents who were out there watching intently, trooped off, and everybody who was gathered watching the practice looked at one another and thought, right, well, that's it, he's decided he, he can't play, he's going to go and call a press conference and retire. Turns out he was uh, doing the universal symbol for watch and uh, they were trooping off to decamp to the Arthur Ashe Stadium, which had then become free for them to practice there. Uh, but there were about five minutes where everybody thought, oh, well, that's it, he, he doesn't fancy it. I mean, he did look irritated, frankly. Um, and he looks irritated tonight.
0: You can understand it, actually. If you if you're as great as he is, as a, both a tennis player and as a competitor, there is nothing more frustrating than being injured and not being able to do what you want to be able to do. And and he's the player that doesn't get injured very often because of the, the make up of his, of his body, the way he looks after himself. This this has come as a bit of a shock to the system. I, I think the last couple of months for him to get into this this state. I mean, I, right now. By the time you're listening to this, you'll know the result. I'll I'll be talking about it at the end. It's one said all as we stand. He's just broken for two love, but he just looks hot and bothered. He looks irritated. And whether he wins this match, loses this match, you know, it's hard to imagine him holding the trophy right now.
1: Yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's almost sort of not the result. Certainly if he loses it, it's not result regardless, but win or lose now, all all is certainly not well and uh, whereas two days ago it was a big question mark over Djokovic now it's a big, uh-uh, Oh,
0: very good sound effect, Catherine. We, we don't need to say any more about that subject. Catherine summed it up with the ah-ah. Uh-uh. But anyway, uh, wh- where else have we got to go with this? Today, what has happened? It's been a long, old day at the US Open. Hot, humid. Uh, you looked so hot and bothered earlier on today. You said, you, said, you said it's hotter than the sun standing outside the court watching Kyle Edmund pull off an absolutely fantastic victory from his point of view. First ever win at the US Open for him. He's through to the second round beating Richard Gasquet.
1: Oh, he was so good today. He really, really was good, Kyle Edmund. Like, m- mature. He just looks a different guy to I'd seen before. I had a very, very brief chat with Leon Smith earlier. I know you uh, commentated with him today as well, and Leon was so impressed. He said it was the most controlled he'd ever seen Kyle play. He thought, I asked him whether, you know, Belgrade was the biggest factor in... in in that performance you know what he did in Belgrade and what that will have done for his confidence and he said no he thought it was actually the losses subsequent to Belgrade in Toronto in Winston-Salem last week in Rio of course he actually thought it was those that taught him what he used on the court today to beat Gasquet who yes was below par but he still needed beating and he's you know Kyle Edmund didn't give him anything you know you're feeling not brilliant you're not in great form but usually a top seed will come through those matches more often than not. And the
0: thing that uh, Leon was saying is that he wasn't just belting the forehand relentlessly. He was he was mixing up that forehand and he was waiting for the opportunity to pull the trigger and he did that really successfully today. So, fantastic win. Best win of his career, really.
1: Yeah, I, I stood on the court for four minutes waiting to interview him at the end of the match on the court while he was signing autographs. And I I mean... <laughs> I thought I couldn't. I thought I was going to have to say to my producer that I'm too hot. I can't. I need to leave this court. And they had been playing tennis on it for two hours. Um, And Leon Smith and Dan Evans had been sat in this airless, breezeless stands watching it for two hours as well. I mean, I I can't believe that they do that. It's amazing.
0: Is this a good time for me to challenge you to a match tomorrow in the height of the heat? Because you know how good I am in the heat with my dark brown skin. Uh, No, that's not true at all. I'm actually closer to the sun as well than you, Catherine, so it hurts me more. Uh, a great win for Jana Conta tonight over Bethany Matic-Sands, a match that uh, I, I think we talked about earlier. I certainly thought she might lose it, and you did think she would lose it eventually because Matic-Sands would be would be all over it. But actually, I think the atmosphere, because they'd had those two massive five setters with TFO and Isner, it had sucked all the life out of the stadium. I mean, look, anyway, Conta was exceptionally good. She, I, I don't In that form in that mood she wasn't going to be beaten anyway
1: yeah we were in the media garden um, for a lot of the afternoon and Jo Conter during that long long wait she had to get on court she was fourth on and every single match before her went unbelievably long Uh, she was hanging out in the media garden and I was so for, for she by her own admission is a pretty intense character I was so amazed at how relaxed she looked So I mean that must be a very very tense situation and she looked genuinely relaxed not that kind of relaxed where you're trying to tell yourself to be relaxed but really you're dying inside she looked genuinely so so relaxed and then but by, by that time I'd already given you my prediction of Masek hands in 3 and I knew you wouldn't let me go back on it but I did start to as I was looking at her I started to, started to think no no you're, you're completely in control of this situation you've got this and she did
0: she certainly did, and uh, actually, I saw her out there as well. And she, she looked almost as though she'd been meditating for a while. She was in such a state of zen uh, in the Blair Garden. But anyway, she is through today. Uh, they, they they launched the, the, the grandstand court. It, it got off to a good start, didn't it? Because it got a classic straight away. Isner against TFO was memorable. I mean, two sets to love. TFO uh, led. He was two points away from victory. Isner came all the way back to win.
1: And before that, it got Wozniacki and Taylor Townsend, which was pretty sensational as well. Bit of a heartbreaker for Taylor Townsend. Real similarities with Tierfo, but of course over over three sets instead of five, uh, she won the first and then in, ended up losing in three. Yeah, I mean, Tierfo, uh, an absolute heartbreaker, but as I was watching it and as I was watching that unfold, I was I was thinking of all of the great and good players who have been through it's almost a rite of passage going through that isn't it so I I, it's a cliche but it that will almost certainly make him a better player
0: yeah, it, it almost certainly will. Uh, it was it was a real treat to watch that. I'm trying to find the the, the uh, Taylor Fritz against Jack Sock result here because they were entering the, the last stages of, of their match when I last saw. But I can't I can't quite find it at the moment. We'll try and dig that one out in a, in a second or two. Um, Catherine, tomorrow it, it is it is Fest, isn't it? Because there are six British players all in action and they're all littered all the way throughout the day um, with uh, Dan Evans and um, uh, Heather Watson starting early on, then Laura Robson against Naomi Brody is a match and Andy Murray's late at night um, but it's it's going to be another interesting day isn't it to see how many more of them come through two out of two so far
1: two out of two I think Murray's going to come through I think Dan has got a very good shout of coming through <laughs> we're not going to have Naomi Brody and Laura Robson coming through that one's going to be really interesting and I think Heather Watson I mean we could have a an all but clean sweep as much as you know what I'm saying, two Brits playing one another, we can't have a clean sweep. But I think it's probably sort of likely that they might all win tomorrow, barring one of Brodie and Robson, which is really, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I am. Wow,
0: Catherine Whittaker, positive. Jack Sock won, by the way, uh, 6-4 in the fifth against Taylor Fritz, so that was another good match. It really has been full of good matches today. And uh, So, yeah, good days tennis at the US Open. So, we're going to sign off for tonight. I'm going to be back, actually, just after the Djokovic match. He leads 3-1 in the third set as we speak underneath the lights here. But, Catherine, been good, hasn't it? First day.
1: It's been good. It's been sweaty. More again tomorrow.
0: More of that tomorrow. More sweatiness. Switches in. Well, in the end, it was pretty straightforward for Novak Djokovic because from there, when we were, we were talking, Catherine and I, uh, once at all, 3-1 to Novak, he, he raced away with it, really. Yeah, Zijanovic was just way too erratic from that point. And Djokovic did settle down. It seemed as though he stopped worrying so much about the physical issues. Interestingly enough, at the end of the match, when he did his press conference afterwards, he, he described the treatment that he had to his right shoulder or upper arm as prevention. He he wasn't going to get into a discussion about what it might have been. He he was pretty guarded about that. In fact, he he was shutting those questions down pretty pretty snappily. I have to say. Um, so. He did say, it's it's a day-by-day thing uh, at the moment, my treatment, but things are getting better each day and therefore that's reason to be encouraged. He also incidentally gave an in, on-court interview, I don't know whether you saw that, uh, in which he, he did a little bit of a, a Phil Collins song, I Can't Dance, impromptu as well, as he tried to, it seemed to me, probably try to avoid talking about the shoulder issue, but uh, interviewer Tom Rinaldi was insistent that he that he talk about it and he did give a A brief bit of information but it was all very much you know I'm moving forward now day by day and he says I think I'm just hoping that I can keep improving and peak at the end of the tournament so Fairly upbeat Novak Djokovic in his press conference afterwards and he moves on now to play Yuri Vesely which is uh, the guy who beat him in Monte Carlo earlier this year. Tough opponent but Djokovic actually the draw, they're all players really in the first week that he should beat now and uh, if he doesn't get into week two it would be a surprise but he's going to have to play a lot, lot better and be in a lot better frame of mind and physical fitness if he's going to win this tournament uh, yet again. So we'll wait and see.